We recently discussed the Fourth Amendment and the protections it is supposed to give us from government agents. To briefly review, the Fourth Amendment states that we are protected from unreasonable searches and seizures and that police need to have a warrant or probable cause to search or arrest us. But what if the government doesn't obey the restrictions of the Constitution? The reality is that politicians and government agents ignore the majority of the Constitution. Politicians make whatever laws they want, and government agents do whatever they want, regardless of what the Constitution requires. Americans revere the Constitution as some type of powerful document that acts as a final rule book, ready to check the power of government and protect their freedoms and rights. But the truth is that the Constitution is just a piece of paper that has been powerless to protect us from the government. Let me give you some examples of how government violates the Fourth Amendment. Imagine that you were walking down the street, doing nothing wrong, and a couple of police officers stop you for no apparent reason and require you to undergo a pat-down or be frisked. That sounds an awful lot like an unreasonable search. It seems to violate the protections the Fourth Amendment claims to give us. You've committed no crime, and the police have no reason to stop you, interview you, or frisk you. But places like New York, Chicago, and other cities allow their police to do these unconstitutional operations called stop and frisk. Remember that we said that to frisk a person, the police must suspect that the person has committed a crime and may be carrying a weapon. But police in these cities are stopping citizens for no other reason than that they are walking in an area that is known to have lots of crime, or they might be dressed like a gang member, or because they are black or Hispanic. This most definitely violates the Fourth Amendment. Another common way the government violates the Fourth Amendment is by having its agents stop drivers at unconstitutional roadside checkpoints. These checkpoints require drivers to stop for various reasons, such as searching for vegetables and fruit, checking for drunk drivers, or checking people's citizenship. The Fourth Amendment prohibits government agents from stopping people unless they have a reasonable suspicion to suspect that they have committed a crime. Checkpoints that require all drivers to stop, regardless if the police suspect them of committing a crime, do not meet the requirements of the Fourth Amendment. The videos you have watched are examples of heroic individuals who are challenging the state's authority and asserting their right to travel freely without having state agents interfere. Just recently, there have been reports from around the country of checkpoints where drivers are being stopped and asked for samples of blood and saliva. People in charge of these checkpoints say that stopping and giving the samples is voluntary. But, they have police officers at these checkpoints stopping drivers and directing them to where the samples are collected. Since most people fear the police, just by having police officers involved in these voluntary sample collection checkpoints make them feel mandatory. Most people won't even question police officers, even if they feel they are being asked to do something illegal and unconstitutional. I think many people who go through these checkpoints probably know that they are unconstitutional and illegal, but they fear disobeying or even just questioning a police officer, so they unwillingly submit to the testing. One final Fourth Amendment violation that we will discuss today is TSA checkpoints. TSA stands for Transportation Security Administration. The TSA is the government agency that runs the security checkpoints at airports. Anyone wishing to travel on an airplane is required to pass through an x-ray machine that can see beneath their clothes or allow a government agent to pat them down, 
including touching their private parts and reaching under their clothing. I recently flew for the first time in several years. When you fly, the TSA agents try to get everyone to go through the full body x-ray scanner. If you don't want to go through the scanner, you have to tell them that you are opting out and wish for the full body pat down. Some people opt out for the pat down because they fear the x-ray scanners may cause cancer. I opted for the pat down because I wanted to experience what the government was requiring passengers to endure before boarding a plane. I also did it as a way of resisting the state's power. The TSA agents want everyone to just go through the scanner because it's fast and it doesn't take them much effort. The pat-down requires several minutes to perform and requires the attention of an agent and much more effort. If just a few more people would opt for the pat-down, it would be a time-consuming burden for the TSA and would become a hassle for them to do. Unfortunately, because they are in a hurry, or they don't want to be a bother, or they believe in the mission of the TSA, most people just walk through the scanner without giving any thought to standing up for their Fourth Amendment rights. In 2010, one heroic young man named Aaron Toby took his TSA protest to a higher level. Mr. Toby went through a TSA security checkpoint where he stripped down to his shorts and revealed that he had part of the Fourth Amendment written on his chest with a magic marker. The TSA didn't like his protest, so they handcuffed him, detained him for about an hour and a half, and charged him with disorderly conduct. Mr. Toby sued the TSA, claiming they had violated his Fourth Amendment rights as well as his First Amendment right of free speech. Mr. Toby won $250,000 in his lawsuit when the judges agreed that the government had violated his rights. Tens of thousands of people pass each day through an unconstitutional checkpoint, and tens of thousands more travel through TSA checkpoints. The vast majority don't care that their rights are being violated by the state, or they don't feel like they have any power to change it. But all it would take is a small minority, maybe as few as one out of every five people that pass through these checkpoints, to make a fuss, assert their rights, and not allow the government to freely violate them, and the government's plans would come to a halt. To finish up, I'd like to point out that I appreciate security when I'm at an airport flying on a plane. Being five miles above ground in an aluminum aircraft is a pretty vulnerable place to be. But the government has no authority to dictate to private airline companies and passengers what security steps they must go through before flying. It should be left up to each airline what type of security they want to implement so that passengers could choose which airline to fly and how much security they want to pay for. Some airlines might offer minimal security and charge less for their tickets which might appeal to some people, while other airlines could offer more thorough security that costs more for other airline consumers. This would allow consumers and airline businesses to make their own voluntary choice instead of the government forcing unconstitutional checks on us by government agents.